we're at the point now where we're receiving submissions from our huge audience. It's, it's yeah, we've been so excited for this to finally abrogate the one responsibility we had in making this podcast, which is coming up with things to rank. Um, <laughs> but I, I haven't, I haven't seen what we've got yet, Chris. So yeah, what have we? Um, so yeah, what listener suggestions do we have? There are two. Um, so we've, the mailbox has been flooded. <laughs> <laughs> um, Allison's written in with tattoos. Gotcha. And Leon's written in with infinite recursion. Great. So I. Uh, feel bit of overlap there already. Exactly, man. Is, is, are we sure that's two different people? <laughs> so my my instant um, take on tattoos mm-hmm. is that um, it's great, but it's not big enough. I reckon that's a sub idea of I want to say body modification that's ah. that's permanent, like yeah, or maybe you know irreversible so, body modification. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I like that. Let's do that. Does that sound all right? Yeah. Yeah. Infinite recursion. We can cover at any time I guess. <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go great pinging through the ether like a giant emotion there's lotion there's lotion there's sometimes commotion sometimes locomotion rank ideas take it to the bank ideas all right good day morning <laughs> evening night welcome to rank ideas a podcast where we rank every idea from <laughs> yeah. the entire history of Human canon. Yeah, uh, past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. Um, we look forward to ranking new ideas as they're created uh, in society will be part of what we do on this podcast. What do you think the most significant idea that doesn't exist yet uh, that will come to pass within our narrow lifetimes that you'll, we'll get to rank? Uh, super capitalism. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of just the same thing. <laughs> it's More of the same. It's, it definitely it deserves a separate ranking just because of how much uh, just the idea of having to use capitalism in dimensions where gravity is inverted. A lot of people don't realize how differently it'll play out. Right. When's gravity inverting? Uh, not within in our not, lifetime. Yes. <laughs> Invert gravity in our lifetime. Invert gravity in our lifetime. I think we're overdue for the electro uh, the for the magnetic poles to. Invert. I think it happens every hundred thousand years or so, and, and we're well overdue. I was counting on Malcolm Turnbull to do it. He had that. <laughs> he had that total supervillain vibe. Was, I was, oh right, I, I thought you were going to say he was going to do it, but he let us down. You know, I, he had so many hopes. <laughs> nah, he just he had the creamy Bond villain voice. I was just I was so sure he was going to bust out the weather machine and hold the UN to ransom at any point. That was my biggest uh, sense of disappointment. In Can his. you name a politician for me, uh, like who gets to the who has is successful enough in their career to become the leader of a country who doesn't have the supervillain vibe? I mean, I guess they all have different versions of the supervillain mm. voice, hey, because it's either the super smooth thing or it's the, you know, it's it's the fake ingratiating thing where they're, yeah, whether the, um, they're the guide in the um, sword and sorcery story who then ends up betraying you halfway through, halfway through, whether it's like, it's, oh, I'm just a humble merchant. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the, the, the less, um, you know, obvious sinister they are the the more insidious it is because the the betrayal cuts so deep exactly like oh obama wins the peace prize oh no that's it yeah where yeah where then like malcolm turnbull is uh someone of that vibe is just kind of you know or justin trudeau it's just kind of like oh who thought the impossibly smooth and confident person (laughs) yeah would have uh turned out to be bad um so uh we should get on theme but uh, you know uh, Justin Trudeau reminded me immediately because the, the blackface thing came out recently, mm. and, and there were there were two like two instances he came out and apologized. He's like, "This was so bad, I shouldn't have done this." Mm. But surely he knew that he'd done it yeah. more than once. You know, you want to cover all your 
Yeah, I find it's I found it's uh, strongly relatable to a younger version of myself. I've matured, un- unlike Justin Trudeau, of course, I've matured beyond this. But I definitely <laughs> he's not still doing it. To be clear, <laughs> in, in uh, can I believe I'm defending someone? But he's a stranger, Chris. Know. You don't know him. You yeah, don't know how. That's you, true. You don't. Celebrities are strangers. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I can definitely relate to the idea of you know like the calculated apology of being like, okay, will they also find out about this, or can I just apologize for this thing? Get enough of a sense, create enough of a sense of someone who's self aware yeah. and, and sorry, but. Uh, don't have them actually know how bad I am as a yeah. person. Keep, keep the keep the layer of leaves above the trap. Pit. That's right. I've flipped lately, though, to the point where I will just, it, like very early into knowing people, I will just be disclosing just wildly problematic things about myself, just almost compulsively, just like shoehorning it into conversation. Come on, Nick, you know I'm cheeky. I have to say, you know, you don't know many of our listeners very well. They're, they're new to you. It's true. It's true. Now you're now you're to be consistent. Um, the well, f- for instance, I was thinking yesterday about how just right. like uh, I should I should change my online dating profile to just say I will find the critique of the thing that you love and then try not to say it and then <laughs> sa- and then end up saying it at the worst possible time. Because it'll be volcanoing up in you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, then the worst possible time is, of course, when the person is most blind to what you think is so obvious. Yeah, or or you know, or this, I don't know, their goldfish has just died or something similar to that. Like it's like goldfish are a sham. (laughs) Exactly. Listen to my podcast; they rank very lowly (laughs) compared to other human ideas. That's right. Um, Are uh, goldfish an idea? Probably not. In there. In the cultural zeitgeist, they are though. Thinking that their gold is definitely an idea Mm. because I mean they're clearly orange. I think that thing about fish having the three-second memories is also not true. It's a, yeah, it's a apocryphal, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, we should probably start to talk yeah. about the, the topic that we're here to I'm excited today. for this topic. Um, so, uh, the, um, con- so body modification is probably what we'll just write on the list. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm excited to make the definition clearly just um, changes, you know, uh, noticeable and pronounced changes to the human body that are permanent insofar as anything is permanent when we're talking about the human body. But something where, yeah, uh, it's it's you're essentially taking a, a step of physical transformation that you can't walk back f- from easily. Can we can we put some parameters around it to say that it's for um, there is some sort of cultural autonomy in this modification because I, I just straight away think about things like, well, a pacemaker is, yeah. like, is a body mod, but uh, I don't really think that's the same Good point. sphere of what we, we want to talk about. So, um, but we're talking about body, body mods for, um, uh, for aesthetic or self-actualization or tribal actualization purposes um, or, you know, symbolic purposes, things that, yeah, where there isn't a, um, uh, it's, it's not about, uh, yeah, it's tricky because I feel like, yeah, the the thing that it feels sensible to exclude, so it doesn't get too vague or wishy washy, is um, yeah, medical treatments or things that will improve in, in improve quality of life. But then you get into your very well. I guess this is what's exciting about talking about ideas. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't want to, I don't want augmentations. Either. Like I don't want to imagine you know sort of mech warrior. You know, getting yeah. like cool super gun legs or whatever. Yeah. That that seems a bit off piece. We're talking about because tattoos was the principle that was yep. brought to us and we what are we adding we're adding things like you know lip piercings or like mm-hmm. um how, that guy in the 90s who's enigma i don't know <laughs> I don't, who was with some circus or something he got all those sort of uh, uh plastic things put into his yep. face so he looked really spooky what about Does everyone know enigma <laughs> what am i bringing up stellar no, no, stellar as well the artist yes um do we want to yeah are we counting things like um you know, because are we counting all cosmetic surgeries? 
because there's the cosmetic, you know, like, because then we get into the space. All I'm thinking about is our liminal line is um, because we have so many different um, cultural judgments on cosmetic surgeries, like the difference between breast implants, um, someone who just wants uh, breasts that are different or bigger versus someone who's, say, getting their breasts removed as part of a gender reassignment. So let's, I, I reckon I'm interested in narrowing it just a little bit. So certainly to include cosmetic surgeries, but they are ones that are to transmit uh, social or cultural information. They're okay. not, they're not for um, health purposes or, or anything like that. I think, I feel like that sort of stuff consider if we talk about medicine or, mm-hmm. or, or explicitly to talk about um, uh, those sorts of, you know, uh, violations of the natural or whatever. Happy, which happy, I, to, we're both happy to do that, knowing that we're going to run smack into the wall about the disputed territory over what counts as medical treatment. But let's let's start and then hit that wall. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. What? Why were you excited about body modification? Um, I think uh, partly because of what I was just talking about. Just the idea of it seems like such a heated. There's so many um, uh, across human takes. history. There's heated takes, but also people. Um, it seems there are. There's a sense of cultural boundary um, around the idea of doing irrevocable things to your form um, that is uh, extremely culturally um, dependent and uh, just shifts over time. And I mean, so if we let's start just by talking about tattoos. Like for me, um, I've just seen in my super local uh, narrow sphere, like just across my life, just tattoos as an as an aesthetic. Um, is a uh, thing uh, that Australians do yeah. has gone from being relatively still relatively niche or subcult or you know subculturally specific when I was young to now being to you know it, it felt like in the 2000s in particular it hit a bit of a flashpoint of becoming more prevalent or more different types of tattoos becoming more prevalent amongst more different mm-hmm. types of people mm-hmm. and I, I remember seeing a lot of pushback from various aspects of um, you know just from a lot of people the mm-hmm. idea of you know see a lot of discomfort with people about the idea of more people people getting tattoos and now I feel like we're kind of on the other side of it where I don't feel I feel like most people have hit uh, a higher comfort level with the idea of knowing lots of people with heaps of tattoos there's that marketing um, framework that people have where it's like early adopters uh, you know mainstream and people behind the I don't know exactly what the terms are marketers out there will know but um, it's often fun to think of to see things as they flow through that curve you know like Things it's it's laughable to think now, but things like pulled pork sliders would have been mm. you know at the bleeding edge of some yeah. food van somewhere at some point, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's so cool!" And and then you know you see them at Subway, yeah, you know, f- five years later, and and, and that, that sort of arc seems to follow lots of cultural trends. And tattoos have definitely broken well beyond the mainstream. Like you, it, I I feel like when you and I were young, it would have been sort of hard to imagine that people in an office would have tattoos all over themselves, mm. and yes. now that is just completely. Almost uh, unremarkable. Yeah, yeah it's it definitely unremarkable. Almost, you know, there are versions of being tattooed that are almost the most normy thing you can do now in mm. a way that, in, and, you know, I don't say that as a critique, even if it doesn't hit my aesthetic buttons. Um, the, yeah, like, I, and almost the idea of, um, I feel like it was some, and this might, we could maybe pivot to opening out a bit to talking about the fact that obviously these kind of, you know, tattoos is part of a suite of body modifications that's uh, ancient, um, mm-hmm. as ancient as human society and that, you know, the sort of in-group, out-group creation or um, identification that is part of it has, you know, uh, has turned out to be really mutable. Like at, at the very least, when I was uh, when I was younger, there was still a, like a, a heavy sense that, that was policed where um, the idea of, you know, getting a tattoo was like an excruciatingly hard, it was a tough 
thing to do. Like you were, you, you know, people were more likely to be able to have more tattoos if they were the sort of people who generally in their life could deal with a lot of physical pain or like the sort of bikey. Yeah, well, that's thing. the funny. But meanwhile, it just shows how uh, comical these um, negotiations are. Where like bike bikies are thought of as tough. I'm sure a lot of bikies are quite physical, you know, quite resistant to things like physical pain. But the idea, I, f- I feel like the thing that's evident now is it's like, oh, you know, you know who else? You know, another cohort where the physical pain of a tattoo might be perfectly within the suite of physical pain that they're going to handle upon the, across their life is uh, just anyone who's ever going to have give birth to a child. You know? Yeah, of course. Um, go sorry, go on. Oh, I just um, was curious when you said uh, the tattoos are as old as um, as anything in human society. And I was like, that can't be true. I just quickly looked up; they're twelve, at least twelve thousand years old. Yeah, um, they, the oldest surviving ones are on Erty, the Iceman. So good. Mm. Just just a um, topless mermaid, I assume. <laughs> the that I've always thought I, the joke I always make because um, I don't have any tattoos. Uh, neither do I, which mm. I think is a funny one for it. It's us it, to come across because we're we're quite you know we're outside the mainstream people in a lot of ways and you know we're, we're certainly you know I, I doubt either of us afraid of you know ruining the preserve of our body. I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine what the stakes would be for me getting a tattoo at this point in society. Like, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, but uh, it's more probably with I don't know. Why, why do you think you don't have any? It's I guess that's a funny question because it's like saying it's like why don't you. Um, yeah. Why aren't you currently smoking a cigarette? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think I don't have any because I can't really think of what I'd get. The things that I love the most, I don't. I can't think of a need to put them on my body. Not that that is why people do them, but um, I don't know. It just hasn't come up for me. It's probably close to the same for me. That this isn't again. This pivots to something interesting, though, in terms of uh, because one answer for me would be just that I would yeah would just endlessly overthink what to get or i yeah i'd i'm just too uh yeah i'm just too meta and structuralist in my in my sense of you know i need to have rigorous reasons for the things that i do um which is uh ties into this idea about people's anxiousnesses around things like body modifications um which is the idea of it's like oh what if you regret it later you know, or yeah. you will regret it later. Which, which is so funny because as if a mark on your arm is going to be comparable to the 15 years you spend working for a company that you never thought about or, like, or, the, or, know, the, five, or the five years you spend in a relationship that you should get out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, or this, yeah, or just, or the, you know, all the 30 years you spend just not examining uh, this, the value, on the formative things that have happened in your life that give you the values that they are, that you have. Um, that determine the, the layout of all of your decisions. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so funny though, that like often those invisible things, I mean, not often, all the time those invisible things go um, unnoticed. I often think about with the atmosphere, like if, if the atmosphere were in, you know, in the visible sphere for us and, and we could see, like say it was a river and you could see that all of us were just turfing, you know, black sludge into it nonstop and the river was changing mm. colour and, you know, and uh, its nature was, you know, completely... Um, changing over time because of our behavior it would be so much easier to get people to be like oh you know maybe we should do that less yeah um, <laughs> but we don't it's invisible so well it's i mean in terms of invisibility and visibility and jumping back to the idea of it being you know twelve thousand mm. years old mm-hmm. at least yeah I, th- I think it's always been funny like again just thinking specifically about tattoos but to me it plays right into things like the current uh um political politicized panic around the concept of younger people um getting uh, any kind of gender, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, gender mucking uh, surgeries. The, this idea of, the idea of regret or the idea of the permits, the idea of a lot of it is about the, I, I feel like the, 
the fear that people have on other people's behalf is really about those people getting stamping themselves as something really very definite that they might not actually that they you know in the fear is that oh but you're not actually actually that permanently or once you or you don't if, if you stamp yourself like that then you won't be able to reintegrate into groups that aren't that which is funny and i think i actually think that's part of the abiding appeal of body modification like yeah, at least yeah, yeah. certainly tattoos is like i feel like that's why that's always been an argument that falls on deaf ears for the person doing it it's like oh well you know you don't want to um you don't want to stamp yourself as a bikey whereas the person doing it is like i absolutely want to stamp myself permanently as a bikey that's the f- that's the thing that i'm feeling at the moment like is the idea that i want to uh, you know i want to absolutely codify this my subcultural status and uh yet yeah, like it's yeah it feels like the whole argument is about whether or not that's that's a good idea um, but I feel like, but then the funny thing that happens is there's a flashpoint of the thing that people are, that it, it gets, it gets more of a high stakes argument when there's a sense of how, uh, strict the tribal boundaries are, where once you get to a point where the bikey aesthetic is completely fine for an office worker to have, then it looks like a, it looks like a silly argument, uh, 15 years later. It's fine. It's a funny one to have on someone else's behalf anyway, because, mm. um, because as as if it's a compelling thing to say, oh, don't don't do this because uh, you know you won't be able to to be identified not as that once you do it. Like, but but again, it's it's sorry it's with the with body mods and it's it's such a, it's a physical manifestation, but it's still so insignificant compared to the the other things that we let go unremarked upon all the time that mm. that, that are the things that change people's lives significantly. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, this yeah the idea of what's permanent versus uh, what's, you know, other things that are actually permanent but not thought of the same way. And, yeah, I am sympathetic to people fretting about their bodies because, you know, I'm pretty, you know, to me the to me a, a person is their body. Like I don't, uh, I'm, I don't have a lot of evidence that, uh, that we have a transcendent, that there isn't a thing, that there are things that comprise us that aren't contained in the, in the meat. A soul. Yeah, I don't believe in souls. Mm-hmm. So sure, you could. I just go. Yeah, the 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 stakes around the body are high in terms of that's the site that is you. But as you say, the idea of um, uh, how much yeah, the idea of the skin layer or the um things again, things like the secondary sex characteristics or um whether you have extra yeah um this is you know whether you you're going to insert extra big bits of metal in there that you're going to be carrying around as part of your skull. Um, or is or earlobe, um, it's um, yeah. The uh, I feel like the other thing we're butting up against, um, yeah, is, is things like say when once you talk about using these body mods to create in group out group stuff, you've got the classic idea of rites of passage um, mm-hmm. over thousands of years being you know human beings getting a body modification as a way to show that they've attained some kind of status within a tribe, within a group. Um, and that makes so me... So talking about like coming of age circumcisions or... Um, yeah, scarification. Scarification, yeah. Yeah, uh, where you kind of get into very interesting arguments around what, how do you define personal auto- autonomy? Because, yeah. you know, so much... There's this. I feel like people are relaxed now about, um, you know, if an individual in a... Um, you know, first world uh, country is like, I'm going to get a bunch of tattoos. The stakes are, well, people are going to like your tattoos or they're not <laughs> aesthetically um, and you may or not regret them. Um, the 
uh, yeah, that feels like a lower level idea compared to things like, uh, yeah, um, the social pressure to um, be making sure that children are circumcised or the social pressure of, you know, of a, of a late, late adolescent human feeling that they're not going to be, you know, having been conditioned to think that they're not a certain amount of the thing until they go through a scarification process. Mm -hmm. Like how do you, how do you, how do you broker consent there as a thing that, um, is, you know, just, uh, if, if something's coming out of societal conventions of what is and isn't correct or natural. It seems to be just a, a just the terrain of a manifestation of like a physical manifestation of the, the, the pressures that hap- are happening anyway in, mm. in, in different forces. Like I, I remember when I was in the Kimberley um, on the football field, um, an insult or like a swear or like the worst thing you could say is foreskin. Like, you know, if you, if you, if you have a shot at goal and you fuck it up, like oh, foreskin or like yeah, you know, right. maybe it's an insult for somebody because, you know, you're not, um, you haven't attained, uh, you know, this certain, uh, standing in society or like you know and and um and one of my friends there he could barely look at another one of his friends who'd, who he'd grown up with because he had a foreskin like he's he not not could barely look at but he didn't respect him in the same way it was it was, it was no, he was a notable mm. outsider but i think i feel like these these physical manifestations of traits are just things that happen in in softer ways uh, sorry less less visible ways anyway so i yeah. think i think what we really want to talk about if we're going to get about um putting handles upon how good this this trait is uh, this this characteristic of being able to modify your body is what what are the what are the benefits like if it didn't if it didn't exist you know what would be lost so the a um i think we've just talked about the idea of it's it's you know uh most the majority of human beings on the world uh, in the world have um have the ability to see um and have vis- heavily visual engagement like society is heavily set up for visual stimulus and visual interpretations of things so having visual markers of your identity and who you are and uh, gives you and having autonomous having as an individual choices over that um the argument would be that it gives you the ability to um, have control over how you how you are introduced and present and broker your identity within a group. Um, the other, sorry, go ahead. There are other um, spheres for those expressions, though. Yeah, like it's you know when it's I think it's a bit much to say that if you couldn't pierce your eyebrow, you know, no one would know that you were X type of person. When the, you know you could, there's there are I guess fashion decisions that you can make or. Um, no, I think it's just fashion. Really. My my sensibility because makeup because I'm a natural contrarian. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, thing that I'm more sympathetic to maybe is the transgressive power of body modifications. The mm-hmm. idea of uh, a human being feeling like they're being stifled or oppressed or not seen or um, just misrepresented um, through the current state of their body and how it represents visually in the world. Mm-hmm. Being able to make a big swing, a big change to that representation that they know will create their body, recreate their body as a conflict space and as a space for a space that is a challenge um, in a way that I'm sh- that uh, I'm sure would carry a lot of stress with it, but still has a lot of potential for self-actualization. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get into the idea, you know, your modern discourses and debates that I'm very sympathetic to um, around uh, you know, uh, body modification as a, as a mental health um, and therefore a physical health uh, processing act. vehicle act. Yeah. 
as a thing that you, as a thing that might be essential for a certain amount of uh, mental health attainment. Um, you know, uh, laying my cards out on the table for the wider listener base. Um, I my uh, long term committed uh, life partner is uh, trans, non binary trans, and has uh, and separate to that has a lot of tattoos. And um, yeah, it's uh, good ones too. Super good ones, <laughs> uh, and and also and plenty of ones that uh, you know they have recent ones that they f- they feel they you know I can see them sit in as uh, strong representations of their mature self, and then they have ones that they got when they were much younger that are yeah. just that are part of that uh, you know just part of a more longer term story. You know that they probably don't have the same. You know, the current selfhood doesn't relate to them as much. But I actually really no like those ones when I encounter them in people. Where they're like, oh, Same. yeah, this, this, yeah, this is I was so dumb when I got that or whatever. I'm like, yeah, great. Like, what a nice thing to have as a marker and, uh, upon you. Yeah. But uh, is, there, is there something else that we're not talking about in defining this? No, sorry, not in just defining, but in, in considering. I feel like there's more... There's more. There are I'm more liking. I'm liking this topic. I think this is why I've been excited to get listener stuff yeah. in because I think this is. I think that uh, this is chucking us right into the coalface of the yeah. broader aspects of yeah. Had like what level of idea is handleable for ranking? Um, I'm still fi- yeah. I'm still feeling good about defining it as body mods, but yeah, I do feel like there's a hole in the center. Um, well, I feel I feel like it's fifteen the listen- tangential, are really critical us. ideas that we yeah yeah they will be screaming us. Yep. It'll be so obvious what what we're not talking about. And so please <laughs> do great. write in and, and continue please. to send in ideas because we're really grateful to have them. And and I'll just note, like in terms of the podcast per se, the great thing is we will have to keep revisiting every idea mm. um, as we as, as we rank new ideas because everything is relative to each other. So a part of the reason that we're doing this format is is that we never get to we never get to close off on any ideas and yeah. and the, and, the, and our understanding of each idea will deepen as we start to look at it in relative positions on the list. I feel like even just ideas of a contiguous body or um you know a uh, physical autonomy are, are ones that could could be you know uh, neater manifestations of the things that we're talking about in a lot of ways because we're because talk, talking about modifications um I wonder what percentage of people pursue some sort of body modification but it, it's kind of it's, it's it's a bit of a watery idea because a hundred percent of people's bodies are constantly modifying yeah. you know like you know your lifestyle will change your body in in yeah. innumerable ways that you may not measure because it, the changes are small and over time but, but they still define who you are exactly and if you're talking about things that you're doing to your body through deliberate action like does mm-hmm. does dramatic shifts in body weight or muscle mass or body fat does that count as body modification. Um, certainly you could argue that there's a lot of, in terms of how those things, because those things are heavily read and value coded. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, have huge impacts on people's both individual sense of self and how their self is, selfhood is negotiated in the group. Does this all count? So yeah, do you think, I mean, it's not too late. Uh, no one's, you know, we, we haven't had to uh, write the name of this episode yet. So do you, um, yeah, do we want to change our uh, naming of the concept? I feel like it is too late. I still like. I still. I still like cool. it. I, I don't know what other word I would pick, but I think that. Um, I think that the. I like your idea um, of taking away the idea of a soul and the the body is the source of who you are, and it is the intersection of all of your experiences and opportunities and sufferances and mm. and and having the capacity to um, to consciously uh, interfere with those with what what you have is is still a continuous expression of who you are and i would uh, and it's a, a great tool for people to have like it, it's it's certainly i think something that we both agree is like 
an essential um, extension of of what we are anyway. And the fact that people have been doing it for as long as there have been, you know, seemingly consciousness or you know, other other large things suggests that it is an integrated part of our natural instinct. And that's why defining it as a mental health um, uh, treatment, for instance, uh, scans with me perfectly because, you know, my, my conception of that is pretty broad to include anything that helpfully will, can create a good, you know, a consistently positive impact on someone's mental health long term. The, I, I feel like the, the place where I think feel like I'm landing in terms of how to define this mm-hmm. is body modifications. Yeah, yeah, there's an externalized value. Body modifications are any uh, change to the body that is read by larger society, by the people around you and yourself as a body modification. So as in a change to your body that is seen as dramatic and significant to, yeah. to yourself and others. As in, yeah, which means that what's going to count in that is going to be different is going to be hyper local to certain time to certain times in human history to certain rooms to certain environments. But to me, that's what uh, that's the useful definition. Look, is. there would be parts of the world right now where you, who's sitting across from me with your two ears pierced and the side of your head shaved and the, mm. the top here, would be unacceptable or like or just unimaginable, and places in which it would be unremarkable. That's it. Yeah. So there is that that cultural lens that has to be considered. Um, what do we th- what do we think about the concept in terms of ranking it? So I think um, so. Let's is there more that you want to talk about? The, the I, th- I think I think getting to where we, what I the last little bits to talk about. I feel mm-hmm. um, just jumping straight into the ranking is going to get them out now. Okay. Um, so looking at so just quick revision of the list, guys, uh, which we can still do at its current length. Um, we've got generosity at the top is our top concept at the moment. Authority comes right under that. Imprisonment at number three. Geoengineering at number four. Lunch at five. Harnessing electricity at six. Mail at seven. Jobs at eight. And genius right at the bottom at nine. Was anything, was a was any of those jumping out as definitely better or worse to you right off? Chris, I feel like this is our most challenging ranking yet. Yeah, I definitely agree that it's a challenge, and I, I feel like um, you know we've been sort of blessed to to agree so far on on where we put them. I, I because it's so difficult when you come up with a concept that is like for some people the most critical thing in their life, perhaps. Like yeah, it, and, and then for others not. So yes. then, how do you how do you blend that when you look at the entire human toolkit of of um, ideas? It's tricky, right? Because I look at authority, which we've ranked second. We've ranked it high so far. Mm. And um, to me, as someone who believes in the idea, you know, and again, the the most elevated um, positive version of authority. And what I like about what we've talked about with body modification is I think we've, you know, settled on a conception of it, which is its best version mm-hmm. again, which I want to keep uh, doing with stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, otherwise, how are you help exactly. ranking it? Exactly. Um, with a th- you know. Oh, the- sorry. Actually, no, I, I don't really mean that. I, I think... I don't really either. I'm saying something. I'm I'm doing a reductive thing of what. Yeah, I really the be, the best version needs to be considered. But if the best version of something is a quarter of a percent of its existence, then oh no. But we are building the ideal toolkit. So yes, I th- I think I think actually like if you look at authority and imprisonment, like I think um, you know going into this project, both of us would laugh at the idea that those would be up the top. But um, there is some, something in the essence of those ideas uh, that is that's super critical to to a functioning. And society, and to me, it's about how the ideas balance with each other to create um, 
the best uh, outcomes. Yeah, sure. And so looking at authority, it's interesting because I look at it and I go, well, the thing that I value about authority is the idea of certain people having expertise or mm -hmm. um, optimized skills and the idea of those people being listened to and venerated. Yeah. Um, the the version of it that I hate is the abstracted, the overly abstracted version where you're creating um, arbitrary constructions of authority that then uh, out of convenience or out of a lack of rigor and then those things allow people to be invested with authority that um, aren't the optimal people to be so. Yep. Something about the idea of body modification really appeals to me in terms of, again, that transgressive potential or the uh, the ability for people to uh, just create counter-narratives and counter-modelling. And maybe we should society. quickly talk about why there's a virtue in that. I mean, that we can inherently, because of our personality types, we we under, inherently understand and assume, but some people will be like, well, why would you want a transgressive or why would you want um, you know, you know, a, why, a, why you a want site it? of rebellion? And, and you, I think... Uh, to have a quick stab at it in in any culture n no culture is perfectly mapped to its surrounds and the requirements mm. of all its individuals uh or or the natural yeah or the natural world in which it sits and you have to um to move anywhere you have to have people moving beyond the bounds of those cu the culture constantly to create new sort of capillaries i guess to explore things and sometimes those are disastrous and sometimes those are um essential but yes. I, I think you, you can't have a society without those transgressions i feel like body modification for me feels like a yeah it's a representation it's a practical enactable strategy for um yeah correction and calibration of society as in as you know part of the larger one which is just challenge and remodeling but it's not the most critical one of those no that's why i don't think it ranks above authority because i think above, above authority is a soup is is the kind of is a super idea relative to body modifications kind of sub idea and i feel like once we get to once we real once we work out and what and define what the what the super category that body modification might be a subset of is mm -hmm. and do an episode on that i think that's the one that might be coming at authority quite hard um but i think i think it doesn't capture enough of the of the virtue like the virtue elements that flow through body modification i think a um Ideas that will all stand much like much higher than body modification in the end. For, yeah. th 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 that's my I agree. initial read. I agree. I think, um, so yeah, so not top two. Um, where do you think against something like, so I to me, com I'm comfortable with the idea of it being above lunch. I'll just stop and quickly say, I feel like if there's one thing mm -hmm. since, uh, since we've launched um, the heat that I, I've gotten quite a bit of heat from some uh, listeners who've contacted me about what I th seems to be perceived as me uh, launching an aggressive attack on lunch. I feel, Have you really? Oh, I feel like, I'm glad because I'm a big lunch defender. Well, I, I feel like my, I feel like my approach to lunch was pretty balanced. I certainly didn't have it in my head that I was uh, down. Yeah, on lunch. yeah, yeah. That's surprising uh, to me to hear as well, but I like it. I like it. Listeners are out there, you know, but part of the fun of parading for the force of good. I'm certainly excited to find out what my reductive character is. That's that then is that is flattened out and um, you know uh, sold to the world of, of, across the episode. So let's you know more. Than, I don't know. think I don't think this level of conversation about lunch is. And, and all the other topics is going to be so popular that you're going to, you're going to end up with a reductive celebrity status from it. Uh, Who's the funny one? I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, I'm glad that Chris said that, um, so that <laughs> I can con constantly. It's such a Chris thing to say, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so, uh, body mod modification above lunch for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think? So we've got imprisonment and geoengineering, imprisonment above and geoengineering below. I f it feels at the moment like it's somewhere in there. I feel like. Um 
it's feeling very Maslow's hierarchy for me in, in thinking about these, mm. these ideas. Because ge- ge- uh, imprisonment was such a baseline physical safety one. And this feels like an extension of that, but not, not a... Um, not as an... <sighs> it's tricky because you kind of get in... You, you get into, is it the most... Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it is it is very Maslowy because it's like, all right, is the thing that most needs to be protected is the immediate uh, physical safety and um, individual safety of the tribe, or do you, or do you want to set out the stall for having a more elevated, um, transcendent self of sense of um, selfhood being the thing that's more valued? As in, would you allow? Uh, would you rather have a society that has body modifications, but also the idea for for individuals to be doing uh, irreba- irreparable harm to to people willy-nilly um, or would you rather have a place where um, you're keeping the most destructive, the individuals with the most consistent constructive behaviour away from the rest but where people don't have the ability to um, create changes to their body that to make themselves feel more, la- more actualised. It just feels like a great weight of responsibility because I know some future society is going to pick up this list and make this yeah, exact that's, determination. That's the so this, yeah, we have to get it right. I, insti- I instinctively, I have no instinctive, quick answer. I guess if, I guess I have to have to. We have to have an answer. That's yep. the, that's the beauty of the list. Yep. Um, I feel like the the physical safety, the, the capacity to stop somebody enacting physical harm upon someone else is more critical to the to a society than the capacity for people in that society to cuz i was thinking of the, modify. yeah cuz i was looking at these as quite different ideas to each other but they're in a way they're oddly comparable cuz they're both practical enactable strategies yeah like they they're both they're both things that you they're ideas about things that you do um, to create an outcome in society so it's yeah. It's the thing that you do is either inter, um, and yeah, it's it's funny because because either because one the critical difference is it's either a thing that you do to other people, or a, or it's a freedom you have to do a thing to yourself. So yeah, the which is funny because it means this you know like I feel like a lot of people would be like well no like you know pers- every I, this, there'd be a very kind of libertarian argument for it's like well no just give me the freedom to do what I want and you know. Uh, the rest of the world can be its chaotic self and I'll just, I'll broken myself within that. But yeah, I think um, the, yeah, the idea of, um, yes, it's weirdly imprisonment as a thing is more of a, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a care of others strategy, which is probably why I'm uh, slightly, you know, leaning towards having imprisonment be higher mm-hmm. just because of my and, and instincts. And then what about, what about engineering as well? Because that, that, that's the difference between having a, being able to have a society of say, you know, two thousand or two million. Yeah. Would you rather have? Oh, it's so many of these issues that we're in the ranking are going to come down to, um, you know, utilitarian, like games, like hellish trolley problems, That's and right. things like that. Because because right. we, you know, we've are we better off now? Say, for example, having a society of seven billion where there is a you know a lot of a lot of misery and isolation and whatever, but or would we be better off having a, a society of 30,000, but we all uh, slave to, you know, various uh, problems that we've solved? Yeah. 
I feel like, um, and you know, it is kind of a touch point, like, cause as someone who we've, it's, we've talked about it before on the podcast, like I, uh, certainly I, I, th- I feel like I thrive in society, mental health wise and mm-hmm. self wise. Like I like being in, I like living big in a society. larger society. Yeah. Um, that said, if you ask me if I would rather be in a big society, but have less, um, yeah, less, less freedom, less, less freedom, less freedom to be, yeah, specifically to be expressive, individually mm. expressive. Mm. Weirdly, I feel like uh, probably no, like I would rather, and which is, sounds funny because I have no tattoos and. But that's not really just the trade-off. That's not the only trade-off because no. there's also the wealth that comes with, like the wealth that comes with geoengineering, exactly. it generates its own sort of set of freedoms. You know, that's it means right. that we're not, because, uh, you know, you can be expressive by not having to um, cut wood all day just so you don't freeze to death at night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that, you, that gives you a lot more terrain for You could argue that well. without geoengineering then you could argue that without geoengineering then the practical minutes that you would have for free expression um, would be uh, winnowed down and you could further argue that the space for there to be a cult- cultural support or at least cultural tolerance for freedom of expression mm-hmm. um, is you know can only exist above a certain threshold of not having to just do things for survival. Like, as in, you could argue that when it, when it's just a bunch of people having to tend to immediate survival needs, then group identity and the flattening of group identity has to be more of a part of that because uh, yeah, there's just absolutely there's, there's just yeah, no, lu- pra- no luxury, no luxury. Yeah, um, which which leads me to put it below geoengineering as well. I think there'll be other elements of self expression, like the concepts of self expression that will um, that will more fully um, capture what, what that sort of freedom and autonomy is which will be a, a, another hairy discussion, I'm sure. It but I think, I think they might end up higher. Great. Um, thank you so much, uh, Alison, for giving us this um, uh, spicy topic. This yeah. is, yeah, I've been really keen for the for the rubber to hit the road around some of the, the premise of the podcast. Yeah, so. and immediately. That's it. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, that would be uh, body modification coming in at number, at the new number five, um, edging out lunch. And I feel, for me, narrowly, coming in under geoengineering. Yeah. Um, yeah. You feeling okay with that, Chris? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I am. I am. Uh, yeah. I like, I, I like having to put stuff into the list and feeling a little about it. I look yeah. forward to that being the eternal condition. This is what I've been excited for. If it was an easy task, you know, we, we wouldn't have been sent by the UN to do it. That's right. Great. They would have solved it themselves. Eggheads <laughs> in one of their talk fests. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, can we take a quick break for our next episode so I can show you my weather machine design? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. That's not real, is it? <laughs>